1: You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: It is Locked On Jazz for the 13th of September. The top 100 is all the way out. Rudy Gobert, where should he be? Plus, we'll talk about the other jazz players, update on our upcoming schedule, and take your questions on a Facebook Live edition. It's all coming up on Locked On Jazz pow How are you? I'm David Locke, Radio Voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. Shout out to my girls in Seattle for their third WNBA championship. I'm wearing the shirt from the first one, 2004, when we won it. Sue Bird, part of all three of them. Totally awesome. Great to see. Congratulations to Storm fans and all the rest. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Giving you insight, expertise, geeky little numbers. Glad to have you aboard. Thank you very much. For those of you involved in our Facebook group, it has been terrific. I can't be more thankful for how uh, committed everybody has been. And uh, the interaction has been just terrific in it. So we're trying to show live in here today. Uh and have done this recently. There's a bunch of people that are about to join. I want to welcome Nathan Dunkley, Rob Reeder, Sané Mapa, David McDaniel, T- Taylor Chandler from Spanish Fork, Ted Tyler, uh, Bryce Ward, nice to have you aboard. Uh, Carlos Mendoza, Peter Hightower, Trent Wells, who has been a jazz fan his whole life, thinks Spider should have won the... uh should have won the... Rookie of the Year. Jake Garrett, welcome aboard. Eric Van Curtis, Matt Harper, Dustin Bateman, Tom Picora, uh, glad to have you aboard. Scott Petty, Kurt Reeder, thank you so much. Uh, Kyler, uh, Kyle Brannon, Rebecca Qualls, got our woman joining here. Uh, she's a software engineer. She's like really crazy smart. Byron, Doug, thank you so much. Casey, uh, glad to have you apart. Eric Williams, Zach Fellows, Christopher Murray, Jake Reed, Donald Warner, Jason, Tustin, Greg Palmer, it's just blowing up. So thank you all very much uh, for joining our Locked on Jazz Facebook group. Uh, and all the interactions has been great. I don't have an administrator yet, so I'll try to get that during the season when I'm busy and we'll speed up people right now. I'm kind of monitoring it all. Uh, myself all right let's get to some of the topics before we get to the questions tomorrow's show we'll go back to the regular interview series we'll do part three with eric woodyard i think you've re- hopefully you've really enjoyed that hopefully you heard his life story it was incredible uh that was that was truly an amazing episode uh last week so he'll be back with us tomorrow and then uh next week i'm hoping to have andy larson the uh salt lake tribune beat writer and then we're into it guys then it's time, and then I've been sitting down with the players this week, as most of them are in town, uh, and doing some feature interviews with them and on culture and uh, kind of how this group has been formed to be who they are. And so what we'll do is Media Day is on the 24th, so that week we'll probably do Joe Ingles to kick off the Culture Series on the 24th, and the 25th we'll react to Media Day. Then Epe Udo on the twenty sixth, Neto on the twenty-seventh, Favors on the twenty eighth. Then we play on the twenty ninth. Um, we move into the next section where we'll probably do then we'll switch to get to know a little bit with Grayson Allen, George Niang, and Naz Long and let you get to know them, go back to the culture series after our second game our, our second and third games as we play Toronto in there. Uh, as well with Royce O'Neal and Ricky Rubio, followed up with Tabo, Jay Crowder, Tony Bradley, Dante Exum, Rudy Gobert, and finish uh, with Don- with Donovan Mitchell, which then leads us right into the night of be- the day before opening day. So uh, Alec Burke's in there as well. I didn't I didn't include A B. So that's the plan. Um, Really should be incredible programming coming up here for the next few weeks. Really excited about it. Uh, so feel free to tell like 12 friends, blow up the program, and make it even bigger. So SI.com launched their top 100. Button uh, Golliver and I did a Locked on NBA episode on it today. It's really, really good. I think you should enjoy it. So make sure you go listen to that on Locked on NBA. Um, the... Top ten is LeBron, Durant, Curry, Harden, Anthony Davis, Giannis, Westbrook, CP3, Joel Embiid, and Jimmy Butler. I think Rudy should be in that group. And I really don't just say that. I'm sure I'm aware of it more because I'm the jazz announcer. I'm sure I'm aware of it more because I'm involved in the organization. But if you give me just a, a moment here or a thought to kind of play around with that, LeBron, Durant, Curry, Harden, Anthony Davis. I've got nothing... um, I've got nothing to quibble there. But let's just start on these next guys. Okay? So Giannis is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Rudy Gobert is the best player on the Jazz, who advanced out of the first round... And to the second round in the Western Conference, while having the number one defense in the NBA for the last part of the year, Giannis, amazing, we're talking about top ten players, amazing, team lost in the first round to an injury-riddled Boston Celtic team, and for all everyone talks about, well, you can't put Rudy into the top ten because of his defensive liability, well, wait a sec, this is the best player on a team whose offense is ranked seventh in the league, Defense is ranked 17th. They're 15th overall. The Jazz net rating is 5th overall. The Jazz are way better than Milwaukee. Maybe the supporting cast is too, but I don't know. They have Eric Bledsoe ranked around where Rubio is, and that's what Ben Goliver says on the show, is, hey, we have five Jazz players all in the top 57. We clearly think the whole team's really good. And I'm not trying to diss Joe and Ricky and Donovan and, and Derek. But I do, like, Rudy's impact is unquestioned. The, we, Milwaukee, like, Giannis is incredible, but he can't shoot. He's unique to play with. His defense is amazing, but it's not amazing enough to make them better than average. Rudy's defense is amazing. It makes you the best in the NBA. Westbrook is at seven. I thought the Jazz beat the Thunder in the first round of the playoffs, Best player on that team, best player on this team. Last time I checked, Westbrook shot like 38% in the playoffs because he couldn't go to the rim because of Rudy. Last time I checked, the Jazz had the same record. Westbrook played most of the season, and Westbrook's an inefficient offensive player, and I believe Rudy has a positive impact on the game by rolling to the rim. By the way, Capella's ranked 38th. I think that's way off. I think Capella should be right there with Jokic and Carl Anthony Towns at 18-19. I'm not sure he shouldn't be better. CP three's at eight. I actually don't have, I don't know if I think Rudy's better than CP three. I really don't like, I think I might have to like, they're number two in the league offensive, number six in the league defense. Like I'm actually not going there. Joel Embiid's really interesting. His plus minus has the same impact as Rudy's. They're the 11th best offensive team, third defensive team. He missed some games. Rudy missed some games. Um, He's definitely got more offensive skill. But I'm not sure he's actually a more positive impact offensive player, as weird as that is. Because I'm a big believer in Rudy dunking and rolling. I get into this with Golliver, Going to the basket and doing those kind of things. I, I, I really... So you, number 10 is Jimmy Butler. Like I really like Jimmy Butler. He didn't... I mean, these are top 10 players, right? He didn't have a particularly efficient offensive season. He made a huge amount of clutch plays late. And again, what's interesting to this is the, the NBA highlight of the clutch play late by somebody hitting a jump shot and making a key play late and willing a team to win will get you a ton of highlights. But the defensive play where someone doesn't get the shot they want doesn't make the highlight. You just win. I mean, Rudy's defensive impact is just incredible. So... And then and, and Jimmy Butler got hurt and they fell apart. Well, so did the Jazz when Rudy got hurt. So I don't – again, I'm not sure, like, he's a force of will. I got that. I don't think he's necessarily a very good leader. I think that's probably a little bit of a problem. So I probably have Rudy – I mean, I, I'm a Rudy Homer, clearly, Um. Welcome to Brandon Briggs, who went to Hillcrest High School, for joining the Locked On Jazz Facebook group as we do the show live. Um, you know, I'm a Rudy Homer, but I, I, I kind of feel pretty comfortable. Embiid, I don't really know what to do. Like that, 23 points a game is really so. I, I, okay, so Embiid, I'm I'm gonna move and let let Embiid have Rudy. Chris Paul, I'm gonna go there. Like Chris Paul's great, and that team was what it was. But I got a hard time with Westbrook jumping him. I, and this is what their impact is going to be on the upcoming season. Paul George is eleventh. I'm I'm quibbling. Rudy, like he was the second best player supposedly on a team that Rudy and the Jazz knocked out. I don't, you know, I don't know what to do about Kawhi at twelve. Draymond at thirteen. I'm, I actually might have ahead of Rudy because he has. I, I'm playing the same game. I'm the point is the impact of defense. And I don't know what to do with Al Horford at 16. Al Horford's five assists, you have, and the fact that they were tied with the Jazz for number one defense in the NBA. Excuse me. I don't know. We'll talk a little bit more about this. Let's take your questions uh, and continue. It's Locked on Jazz today. Locked on NBA has Ben Golliver on it. Should be great. Make sure you get that. Today's show is brought to you by Murdoch Hyundai at 4646 South State Street. If you're in the market for a car... You have got to at least include Hyundai in your list of things. We bought the Santa Fe recently. It peaked out on all the safety ratings. I could get all the safety features. I, my wife needed the third row seats, and I've got a 16 year old boy driving a car that I need it to be safe. And you know, I'm didn't, and I wanted to have him in a in a car that was safe, economical, not outlandish, not showy. It's a beautiful car. It looks great. He's safe. It's perfect, and he hasn't screwed up yet, so it's even better. So we got the. That's why we bought the Santa Fe. We did it through Murdoch. Great experience, as you would expect. Uh, The Murdochs have been in business for ninety-two years. The Kona's their small SUV. It's quick. It's fun. The Tucson's the mid SUV. The Ionic is their hybrid. Don't just go buy a Prius if you're looking for a hybrid. Check that out. And then their sedans are terrific as well. You'll see, get all the features. You'll get all of the safety features. You'll get all the fun features for a price tag that's different. 4646 South State Street. It's Hyundai. Plus, you get the Hyundai Assurance, 100,000 mile, and you get the Murdoch Guarantee. Free car washes for life. Free. It's not oil changes for life. Safety inspections for life. And. Uh, the Murdoch price match guarantee. That's all at Murdoch Hyundai at 4646 South State Street.
1: This lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: All right. I want to get to some of your questions. Uh, Got the core group in here and the Facebook live of the, and we'll probably move some back. I mean, Quite honestly, Lockdown Jazz Group is amazing. You guys have been great conversationalists, and I love the interaction. And I like kind of rewarding you. But the Lockdown Sports, like, has six to eight thousand people that can access it. This has like a thousand, so I'm not sure it's um, I'm not sure it's totally fair uh, to cut everybody off. But I want in the off season when everyone's engaged like this, I wanted to kind of I guess play a reward. Uh, Zach paying homage last night, nice shirt. Yes, I'll tell you what. The women's. I hope the men's. College game watches the women's game. The Storm scored 90 points in 40 minutes last night. And WNBA teams are scoring 100 points in 40 minutes in, with regularity. Uh, the game's open, it's spaced, they're moving. There's a lot to be learned from the way the women are playing that game and the coaches are coaching it. It's impressive. How are the pickup games going? Anyone standing out? I've not seen a ton. Um, Monday I was out of town on the kind of the, the last getaway weekend with my wife. We went and uh, lived a very decadent eating life of a socioeconomic stratosphere that we're not in, but we decided to pretend we were for a few days, um, which is not usually very good for the budget, but kind of fun, and went and ate at um, one of the most famous restaurants in the world in Napa and a beautiful restaurant in San Francisco and just... Had an amazing, amazing time with two really close friends from Seattle, so that was awesome. Uh, so I missed Monday, um, and then flew in Tuesday. Yesterday I was there, watched a little bit. Um, I mean, it's you know, it's open floor; they're just kind of playing. It's hard to evaluate. Like, here's what I here's the pick up, uh, the takeaway I have. Um, A few years ago, probably Quinn's first year, there might be some pieces of this don't match totally. It's kind of one of those memory things. A few years ago, I remember Trevor Booker, who I love, was just dominant. Just dominant. Like, he was grabbing rebounds, going coast to coast, doing all this stuff, and just an amazing performance. And I was like, Trevor Booker's great! It's going to be incredible! He's rolling! And, And I actually said it on Locked on Jazz. And I remember driving in, like, two days later and thinking to myself, like, you know what? This doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like, Trevor Booker's a really good, high-energy player, and Trevor Booker's good. But, but, like, Trevor Booker's not going to suddenly become someone he's not. You know what the problem is? The problem is that Trevor Booker's going up against, like, Jack Cooley. And it was like this moment where I realized, oh, we're not going to be very good this year. And Quinn... Got a ton out of that group in the second half of the season. We got better. But it was really eye-opening. Like, that was kind of my thought was, oh, gosh. My thought this time has been the opposite. You know, there have been times where you see, like, Dante going up against Alec Burks or Grayson Allen going up against Howell Netto or Dante going up against Neto. Uh, the guard line matchups have been really interesting. Uh, George Niang brings some really interesting things as a kind of a playmaking four and moving the basketball. And um, he was matched up on... I don't think it was Faves. I think Faves was playing the five yesterday. Um, can't remember who he was matched up on and, and making. And you just could kind of see the the general overall quality of play on every single guy is just what really high. So everyone's getting tested at every moment and and looking impressive. Um, you know the interviews have been great. We're doing this culture series with them about what's made them and who is it that kind of picks them all up and what they have to say. Um, those have been really those have been really, really neat uh, faves, as I think I shared yesterday, is down a little bit weight wise looks good he 's running beautifully um, i didn 't see it on Tuesday. I heard Rudy was great, so um, you know this, these guys are who they are um, they 're also working out the rust and a lot of things right now so i 'm not sure I would take a lot of from I mean I love the question I would be asking the exact same thing, but i 'm not sure that there 's a lot I can really give you from it, Andrew. Uh, Tim, Locked in NBA was great today. Thank you. Uh, I mean, as long as Davis can stay on the court. Oh, uh, I mean, Anthony Davis is a top five player. I, I think the interesting one is like Anthony Davis, Nikolai Jokic, and um, I'm doing a podcast with Adam Matis of Locked on Nuggets here in a few minutes, um, and how they all interact and all fit. Like, he has Golliver B- and Mahoney have Jokic at 18. Carl Anthony Towns at 19. So that's an interesting debate. Like, which of those two players is better? You know, Denver last year defensively was 26th. Minnesota was 22nd. Minnesota was fourth offensively. Denver was sixth. Probably think Jimmy Butler's better than Gary Harris, though Gary is their second-best players around them. And then Al Horford's at 16. Gobert's at 14. And... um. Anthony Davis is at five, like that's kind of the rundown of where s i looked at these centers and i don't um i you know I don't think there was anyone particularly close on the other and you know capella i think is mismarked capella's the uh the next one at thirty donovan was thirty four capella's at thirty five I think capella should be in with Carl Anthony Towns and Nikola Jokic. I think he has a huge impact on the game. The way I believe in Rudy as well, um, but it's interesting. So that you know, they're listing the way SI did it is Anthony Davis is at five, um, Rudy is at fourteen, Joel Joel Embiid is at nine, Rudy is at fourteen, uh, Horford's at sixteen, Jokic at eighteen, Carl Anthony Towns at nineteen. Pretty interesting. Uh, do you think Quinn's focus is still primarily on defense, or is he really at, to let the defense go in maintenance and focus more on offense? I don't really think that any coach is truly a defensive coach. I really don't. I think Quinn's a great defensive coach. I think he's a great basketball coach. But you don't see guys going up to their whiteboard and drawing up offense defensive plays. So I think every coach is an offensive coach. Um, it's why so many decisions are made exactly as they are, that coaches believe they can... You know, effort will teach you defense, and and I can draw an offensive play. Quinn's a little different in the sense that Quinn believes if you give me a guy who can dribble and pass, I can make him play offense more than most coaches, and and you see that, and you've seen that take place. That's that's why I think Quinn's unique. Um, but no, I, I don't think Quinn is... Um, I don't think Quinn is relenting on anything. I mean, he is just so detail-oriented. The, there's there's rumors that these guys, these coaching staffs have spent like you know three hour sessions on breaking down how to attack one part of the pick and roll. Like, all right, if they do this, then and three hour video sessions of edits and looks and how to take it in the offseason of trying to figure out how to best attack certain pick and rolls that gave the Jazz. Trouble, and then at the same time doing the same thing defensively. I mean, these guys are just relentless. If you wonder why leagues adjust, that is why. Today's show is brought to you in part by InterCap Lending. Guys, you've been so amazing. Locked on Jazz and InterCap Lending came together last year, uh, largely because I went and did my mortgage with them. And Steve Carter was amazing. And then I talked to Brock and the guys, and and we and we decided that there was an opportunity to. Uh, do some advertising. And what's been so cool is since they've been advertising with us, Intercap Lending has gone from having three uh, branches to having, I think, 13 now and being all around. And what you see with Intercap is you see that the realtors are going to Intercap. Why? Because you know what realtors need? They need things to get done. They need deals to get closed. And that's what happens. InterCap has these incredible relationships. They have eleven branches now: two in Tooele, Utah County, Ogden, the Palace, in Cottonwood. And what they they get they get the job done and that they close. That's what Intercap's able to do because they're an independent lender. They still have our loan. They haven't moved it over. They're a direct lender. There's no overlays, no additional requirements. They can get difficult loans done. That's what they've done. That's what makes them special. And when you go look at their reviews, it shows. You know, Tanner Lacey, I work with Steve Carter. by far my best experience with a lender. Steve was always on top of everything. He was in constant contact with me and my builder to make sure everything was moving along great and always super helpful. That is Steve Carter. That is what's going on at InterCAP. Call Steve at 385-885-28. Tell them you're with Locked on Jazz. They're giving us a corporate rate. That's how they're going to uh, give you guys a little bonus. 385-885-28. InterCAP Lending NMLS 190465. For more information, visit intercaplending.com. That's Steve Carter 385-885-28.
1: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's go back to the questions. Um.
0: Wish they would play the half court behind O.C. Tanner. Huh? Don't know that. Crowder should be top 100. Um. The uh, Crowder should not be top 100. All right, let's be honest for a second. Could Crowder play as though he's top 100? Yeah. Should Jay Crowder be top 100 off what he did last year? No. Let, let, let's be perfectly clear about this. Jay Crowder in Utah shot 39% from the field and 31% from three. Is Jay Crowder better than that? Yep, a lot better. Was his 57% effective field goal percentage his last year in Boston probably an outlier? Yep, his career effective field goal percentage is 51. If he can get back to that for the Jazz, huge, huge win. Huge win. That would be absolutely fabulous. Um, and... That would probably get him close to being maybe a top 100 player at that point if he can play great defensively and have the plus minus impact he had last year. But honestly, last year, he, J, Jay just didn't have his usual years. Mom passed away in the offseason, he got traded. There was just a lot. I'm excited for Jay to play basketball again and not have that. Um, And, you know, some of the things that showed on Jay, last year he had three dunks. He had 13 the year before. He had 19 the year before that. He had 13 the year before that. His rebounding percentages last year um, weren't as good. as defensive rebounding percentage in Boston in 16-17 was 17%. Last year was 11%. Um even if you go to his d even if you say that's really high, he was sixteen and fourteen, he dropped to eleven. His steal rate, which was two point seven percent a few years ago, is one point five last year. You know, he just wasn't quite right. Like that happens. There was a lot going on. He got traded, he didn't like that mix, then he got moved again, he had to figure out a system, his free throw rate which in Boston was 30%, was down to 19% with the Jazz. So he's just got to find himself. He gets a training camp to do it. I think it's very exciting how much better he could be with the Jazz this year. But I don't think he was top 100 last year. Uh, Is the elephant in the room to say what a perfect fit who shall not be named would be on this current Jazz team? Yeah. Though Joe Ingles did a pretty good job last year. No, I mean, there's no question. Uh, Andrew... uh, I'm with you. Oh, he's talking about uh, Jay. Uh, French Laundry is correct, Larry. It was incredible. Just mind-blowing experience. I... I'm into this now. I'm totally over it. Last year, we my our friends took us to a place called Willow's, if anyone's into this, on Lumi Island, and it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and I never thought I'd ever pay that much for food in my life, and now I view it as no different than going to a Broadway play or going to see some incredible rock concert or go, like, it's expensive, it's really expensive, it's crazy expensive, um, but it's, a, it's an evening to watch one of the best in the world work, and uh, I'm totally in now. I'm... I'm hooked on the dining experience at the craziest, most expensive, elitist places, and saving money for it, and love it. Like just ridiculous um, how amazing that meal was, and what an experience it was. So you can, you know, make a stupid waste of money. I got it. Like, but you know what? People go to three or four Broadway plays a year too. So um, that's my that's my version of it. Um. How about inviting jazz players to the Facebook group? How would that be And thanks to you for your group and the podcast? Uh, you never know which one of them might stop by, Chris. It'll be great. Any idea on how much offense Rudy trained on during the offseason? You know, I don't, want, I, I, keep getting, I don't want Rudy picking and popping. I keep seeing these things. No, I do not want Rudy to pick and pop. I want Rudy to roll the rim and dunk. I want Rudy's hands to be strong. I want Rudy to physically have a good base. I want him to be a little bit more of a force on an offensive rebound putback. I want him to be a little bit better if they uh, if they switch, that he can pin a smaller guy and just pack on top of his ass. I don't want him shooting jumpers and developing an offensive game. I don't. I actually was talking with Martin, the G League coach yesterday, about Isaac Haas, and I said, does he have any range? Does he have any pop? And he goes, nope, and it's great. <laughs> I was like, that's how I feel about Rudy. I don't want to pop. I want to roll every single time at the rim. And then if they switch and you got a mini on you, abuse him. That's what I want. Abuse him. Uh, realistic ceiling for Dante Exum. Gosh, I don't know. Oh, what do we, what do we, what was it? So, I mean, offensively, just general improvement, being able to attack the rim, get to the free throw line, change games when he comes into it, and defensively being an elite level stopper. Um, can we realistically get 100 hundred defensive rating? What would that take? What was our defensive rating last year without Johnson, Rodney, and Jonas? Jonas wasn't so bad. Um. If we get under a hundred defensive rating, it's like over. Like that would be incredible. Um, if we get under a de- hundred defensive rating, we're probably talking about sixty wins and playing Western Conference Finals, a legitimate chance to beat the Warriors if our system works against. You know, certain teams are so good offensively. Um. So, I would say um, i I would say that that's uh that seems like that seems like it's a bit much um to answer your question. I could look at what we were without Rodney, without Joe, and without Jonas, and maybe i 'll find out we 're going to get there if we get to under a hundred lights out, baby is it far fetched to hope that Gobert develops a low post hook shot?" Would that even be beneficial addition to the game? I think you got to be really careful with that. Um, you know, those are low, efficient post-play. You know, Favors is working on his post-game and I'm watching him the other day and he, you know, he's taking this turnaround jumper in the post. It's like, oh my gosh, it's the last shot in the world I want him to ever take. Um, like, it's just a bad, bad, bad look. Defensive rating with... Rodney Hood off the floor last year. One hundred and three. Defensive rating with Jonas off the floor one hundred point six. Defensive floor with Joe Johnson one hundred two point four. Defensive rating with Jay Crowder off ninety seven point two, but ninety five point eight with him on. Low defensive rating below hundred with Dante, Jay Crowder, Royce O'Neal, Rudy Gobert on the floor. I don't know if we could do it as a team. That wraps up Locked On Jazz. Hope you have a great one. Thanks so much for the Facebook group for joining. Thanks so much for joining the show. Talk to you soon. And go well, listen to Locked On
1: NBA. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.